0: it's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer it's the most wonderful time of
1: the year well hello everybody welcome to the junk miles christmas facebook live show spectacular this is Junk Miles of Chip and Jeff. I am the Jeff part. And as always, we have the chip part here. Hi, Chip part. Hi, I am the Chip part. Uh until uh New Year's Day
2: 2022. And then Well, I'm still gonna be the Chip part. I'm yeah, yeah, still, still gonna be
1: the Chip. part. The chip. chip. This is exciting. This is, our, this is our last podcast of the year. And I gotta say, we had a really good year podcast-wise. We believed.
0: Yes. We put out a
1: lot of quality content. We put mm-hmm. out a lot of, I'd say Comfort food, um, yep. right? What, wouldn't you say we, we had we, guests on?
2: Yeah, we are the mashed potatoes of the streaming community.
1: We certainly are. We had guests on who talk about their favorite movies, put everybody in a good mood. We got to talk about some of our favorite movies and I had a really good time. I'm enjoying the format we're doing. And then we still leave enough time to talk about nonsense
2: right and and that's the thing and for people who are listening now maybe you're just checking us out for the first time or you're you're jumping into facebook live you are uh you're a big fan of uh a christmas story just a christmas uh in general yeah we have sort of moved on and we're still runners and we'll still talk about running from time to time we do the fraud street run but we are moving formats talking about uh that that's been my favorite shift this year is that we've really gone to when did we start doing that was that over the summer uh, maybe spring. Yeah, spring? spring or summer. Where we started talking about some of our favorite uh, cheesy, just co- again, comfort food movies. And uh, we just go back to our childhood and, and bring on guests that talk about their favorite movies of all time. And it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's good. We have a, we have a couple of special guests coming up soon. But I, one of the main reasons we're here tonight, Chip, we like to talk about, you know, favorite movies from our past. We're going to talk about a good one today. This is one you're not going to get a lot of people saying, no, nah, I'm not a big fan we're going to talk about the 1983 american christmas comedy film directed by bob clark based on the gene shepherd semi-fictional
2: by the way not not the famous uh, philadelphia flyer hockey player bob
1: bobby clark. no not bobby clark he, he put out a movie nowhere near as good okay
2: nowhere stick, near stick as good.
1: to what you know it was a lot of christmas fighting Okay. A lot of Christmas I fighting.
0: Yeah. I get
1: you. No, we're talking about, of course, a Christmas story written by, uh, based on Gene Shepard's semi-fictional anecdotes, a 1966 book, In God We Trust, allers Pay Cash. Um, it stars Melinda Dillon as the mom, Garrett, Darren McGavin as the old man, and Peter Billingsley in a tour de force young actor role. As the uh, as the uh, star, his name in the movie was what? Chip. Uh, Ralphie. Ralphie. Ralphie Parker. Right. The Parkers. Is that the name of the family?
2: Ralph. No, I think it's. Is it Parker? Ralphie. Ralph.
1: Ralphie May. No, I think it's uh, Ralphie he, Parker. He was, he was a
2: comedian. Ralphie. Wait, maybe it was Ralphie Parker. Maybe it was. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's often ranked as one of the best Christmas films ever. Easily easily. Um let me give you just a little bit of numbers here because we all love numbers, correct? Crunch 'em, Jeff. Budget 3.3 3 million. Christmas story was not a flop, but it was not a hit. It made 20.6 million. The film was out the was here's the problem, chip, but it, it came out in November. Did okay business, but they moved it out of theaters on December 16th because they had other big movies to put in. Why Thus, would you do that? I don't know. It hurt their box office. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's one of the reasons it wasn't a mega hit. But obviously, it went on to be one of the biggest holiday movies of all time. I believe networks back in the late '90s, 2000s would have 24-hour marathons of this movie. That's pretty
2: impressive. That's my best recollection of this movie. Is just watching it from Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. I I can't tell you how many times I've watched it, not from beginning to end, but from middle to middle. Like you know, you yeah. turn it on. It's like Christmas Day at two in the afternoon. You turn it on, you're halfway through, so you watch it to the end, and then you watch it up to the point that you saw when you started.
1: I gotta admit, I never actually saw the whole thing straight through and probably a couple of years ago for the first time. Like you, I'd watch hey, there's the first part, there's the last yeah. part. Always enjoyed it. Sure. was meant to. But what do you remember the first time a young chip chantry saw? I don't remember I mean I
2: I saw it so many times when I was a kid one of my favorites and yeah. we just watched it over and over again and then you would watch it again when it was just on TNT or wherever it was so many times so I just remember referencing there there it was referenced a lot in my home right. uh, there was a lot of quotable lines a lot of uh things that we dealt with I actually have a story that we will get to in a little bit that uh hit a little too close to home and almost required uh uh EMT services to come uh, wow. To save a young Chip Chantry. Uh, that has to do with this movie. That, that wow. cut, a, cut a little too close, uh, if you if you will. And uh, so yeah, but I I just remember loving it, and it was it was always a part of our Christmas uh, tradition growing up. It came out a, when I was I was what six years old when it came out, so I yeah. was right in the wheelhouse. I'm probably about the same age, maybe just a little bit younger than Peter Billingsley, the actor. Yeah. So I kind of looked a lot like Peter Billingsley yeah. as a child. So kind of had that round face. The uh, I feel like. Peter Billingsley in this movie. By the way, it is Ralphie Parker. You're right. It's, it's weird that I didn't know that. It is Parker. He's the most American-looking kid ever. Like, everybody has somebody in their family or their town yeah,
1: who looks like exactly it, but... like him. Do you know what? They never said the dad's name in the movie. He was just referred to as, like, my old man or the old, old man. man. Yeah. yeah.
2: By the way, if we, if, we, if we can jump right in, yeah. can we jump right in, Jeffrey? Yeah,
1: let's do it. Let's do jump it.
2: Up on that house stop. Ho, ho, ho. The dad, Darren McGavin, who is, by the way, a, just a, a legend and amazing actor. He was in one of my favorite, actually, I own it. It was a made-for-TV movie uh, in the 70s, The Night Stalker. Do you yeah. remember Col- The Night Check. Stalker? Colt Col- Check. Colt Check, yeah, Col- sure. Check, The Night Stalker. And uh, I have it on DVD, one of my favorite Halloween watches every year. Uh, I was afraid of the dad when I was a kid. I was afraid of Darren McGavin's character. He se- just seemed mean yeah. and like yep. things were going to go on. When you watch him now as an adult, very relatable. Yeah. Very relatable, not scary at all. I was like, he had every right to be uh, angry or nonplussed or mm-hmm. whatever his current mood was. Uh, I was like, wow, that was, he was not as mean and nasty as I thought he was.
1: Well, I noticed like when you first half of the movie, you're like, God damn, this family's super stressed. Yes. Super stressed. Dad mm-hmm. seems like, like much like the boiler about to, to boil over at any moment. time now. And I said, if they keep this up, it's going to be rough. You're going to feel bad, but the movie takes a nice turn halfway through, where the dad kind of wins his contest. Yep, has a little meltdown with the when the leg gets broken. But on Christmas morning, when he he's all happy with the family, mm-hmm. gets Ralphie his gun, and then at the end, you know, in the restaurant, he turned the tide. The mom was always great. She when she took young Ralphie side when Ralphie kicked the crap out of. I'm not going to say Chip. Scott Farkas, he's a dickhead, total yep. dickhead. I, I don't mean to cool ruffle 100%. feathers out there. Nope. I don't uh, think not you're a fan.
2: I mean, maybe there are Scott Farkas fans out there. I doubt you're going to find many.
1: The mom, she was such a good mom character. She yeah. reminded you maybe of your mom, moms you knew, just always kind of humoring the dad, very concerned about her kids being safe. Nothing wrong with that.
2: No, not at all. Very similar reminds me of the mom from The Wonder Years. I, I could be wrong, but I believe The Wonder Years was uh, inspired by the, uh, A Christmas Story. I believe, I believe, that's, the, I believe that's the story because you know it's it set in the past, talking about his childhood. There's a narrator uh, yeah. going back and forth. And I, I, I believe, I think I read that at some point. That no, the it's Wonder
1: 100% Years. true. The yeah. actual um, writers, directors, producers of The Wonder Years came right out and said, we are a big fan of that movie. It was a strong influence. And in the last season, I believe, of The Wonder Years, guess who makes a cameo? Peter Billingsley? Yep, there you go. Really? Yeah, a I little a that. little nod. We have a young uh we have a oh, we have a guest in the waiting room right? Should wow. we let him on? Maybe, but you know, we're going to take a little break from Christmas story talk. Yes. And
3: but we're see... going to ch-
1: we're going to have the story of Christmas now. Yes. We're going to bring in probably this might be a controversial take because I don't know if this guy's a fan of Christmas. He Uh-oh. might be a fan of the movie, that would be nice. Yeah. But uh, we're going to see soon. Looks like he's logging. Oh my goodness! Look at him. How you doing, friends? How you doing, right. buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, Philadelphia comedy legend, alt comedy. Le- I'd say alt comedy legend due to his <laughs> yeah. hijinks, it- shenanigans. Kind always- sure of ghettoize me.
3: Make sure yeah. you make me. Make sure you make it known. You're only going to think he's funny if you're only going to think he's funny if you're weird. No, Greg. When,
1: only when- Greg. Ladies first of all. It's Greg Gethard. And yeah. the only reason I said that is, Greg, you are constantly turning the tables on traditional comedy.
3: I'm yeah. flipping the script, you know, in ways, and you know, it's I'm flipping the script on things, you know. It's just, <laughs> I'm like what you You take improv, right? Yeah. And you just apply it to real life. Yeah.
2: Gr- Gre- making- Greg, Greg does a style of comedy that's called outprov. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. If for those of you who need a uh, a lesson on who Greg Gethard is, uh, when it comes to Philadelphia comedy. Uh, if you can think along the lines of Wise Men's Gifts, Greg Gethard is the myrrh of Philadelphia comedy. Is <laughs> w- that fair to say, Greg?
3: Uh, I was, is it Frankenson's Myrrh and and uh, what's the other one? Gold.
1: Gold. Gold, baby. Mm-hmm.
3: No, I would be gold. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, you'd be, you be Greg
1: financial guru Greg Gethard. <laughs> I could yeah.
4: remember. Gold. Hey, how How into.
1: Bitcoin it, Bitcoin it's, uh, it's, and it's NFTs yeah, is financial it's, guru Greg Gethard yeah, right It's now. uh, yeah
2: it's it's gold it's gold frankincense and crypto i believe yeah. is what yeah.
1: yes. i would imagine i would imagine Fabergé Greg is 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 neck deep in crypto
3: in, in crypto well i i know chip probably i probably told chip this 20 million times but when i was preparing for my legendary um financial guru Greg Gethard comedy acts and shows i was going to a lot of um like uh, different scammy seminars yeah to, to to you know do some method acting and one of my favorite ones I went to was a uh, Bitcoin seminar at the Bonefish Grill at the King Wall. <laughs> <Hell's> <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went and I got a free uh, free um bang bang shrimp mm-hmm. free uh, bang bang shrimp appetizer I sat next to um insurance uh insurance sales professional from um King from um Plymouth Meeting Nice. Okay. And um, it was this, re- it was really remarkable uh, event I was at, was like, literally, like I was sitting with this guy and he's like, all right, let me know uh, at the end of this, if you think this is like, you know, some kind of pyramid scheme or, or something like that. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. <laughs> like, 100%. I, I uh, already, but, you know, yeah. but so uh, the, the, it was like a host is like this husband and a wife and the host claims, I could not confirm this, but he claimed he used to do like the traffic updates on 1060, yep um i cannot, i could not confirm that, that he had done this though because i've listened to a lot of 1060 over the years
0: sure right? who hasn't
3: and, and, and I, I do not remember this guy doing traffic on the twos telling me telling me that there's a backup on the blue Root. or there's Dude, by the way did you know you
2: know how they do the uh it's the KYW song but they do it with the horns the when when it co- yeah. did you know my uncle was the one who actually physically recorded that
1: Oh my was God! Your
3: uncle also the one who was the host of a Bitcoin seminar. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. No, I, ju- I just fish fish. Fish? I just made
2: that all I just made that all up, guys.
1: Yeah. I have I have a Bonefish Grill a quick one. Um, I once tweeted at Bonefish Grill. I said, "Hey, do you guys have any fish without bones in them?" And they uh, they replied back very nicely. Jeff, we have many different fish offerings. Some do come boned, but many of our entrees come with boneless. And they have listed some, and I'm just like, and I just replied, "Nope, still not going there." Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, what a tech move, Jeff! Would you <laughs> These guys host educational Bitcoin seminars? Yeah. And here's me giving them guff online. Yeah, yeah,
2: I mean, not not appropriate at all, Jeff. No, I, I don't know what your guys' <laughs> outlook is in 2022, and we'll see what this Omicron variant does. But I was thinking about opening a restaurant. Would Would you guys be interested in going in with me? We go partners yes. three ways, thirty three percent. I'm in. Uh, we we open the Fishbone Grill. It's just a fish <laughs> no. restaurant. That uh, that is themed after the 1980 1990s uh, hard rock band Fishbone.
0: Oh, I love well, it.
3: I went skydiving with members of Fishbone. Angelo, I I don't know exactly who oh. who amongst them, but uh, no, there was a Warp tour in like 1996, um, and they had it at an Action Park in North Jersey, and Fishbone was on the bill, and with your action with your Warp tour ticket, you could go on the um, the death-defying rides of Action Park, and one of which was uh, bungee jumping. Okay. And I did bungee jumping, and I go up to the top of the bungee cord tower, and there are the members of Fishbone getting thrown off of a thrown off of a platform.
1: Chip, can we go one podcast without someone mentioning that they been did Park. extreme sports with Fishbone? With Fishbone, it's, yeah, it's great Getting deep i have heard
2: this story so many times. Oh, you you must be the fifth right. person this year who has done extreme sports with the band fishbone so. Now, greg
1: we we're talking christmas we're yes. talking a christmas story are you a fan of the holiday of christmas
3: um i'm indifferent yes indifferent. No. okay christmas itself i really like i like a lot of christmas you know i like uh i like you know i like it when it's cold out not not terribly cold but you know when it's cold out you know the lights
0: mm-hmm. you know,
3: like just
2: have- just enough just cold enough to try to convince uh, a a lady that you are wooing to stay at your home because uh, the temperatures are too low, like frightful in, out there in, in song.
3: No, no, I like I like it. You know, what, you know, like a like a 40, like forty. You know? a forty out like, yeah, okay, a good, a good. And you walk around. You know, you do the you go to the lights in South Philly.
0: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, um, yep. now that you, you
1: have a child, is it more magical, or do you 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 got to put forth a good effort to yeah. make it magical for your little guy?
3: I mean, he's at the point of his age where every he just likes like everything, you know. It's not taking me a lot of effort to make that little guy uh, enjoy enjoy something any, anymore. Like, yeah, he like, just
1: dangle keys over his yeah, head. Yeah, he's, and he's like, like, yeah, yeah, that's
3: because, awesome. yeah. yeah. Oh, totally into it, you know. Um, but but take him to Chris, a
1: dog fight.
3: <laughs> he loves a good dog fight. Oh, Roxboro dog. dog fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roxboro dog fights, uh, Bonefish <laughs> Grill. He likes a good blockchain. You know, blockchain blockchain call blockchain call my my, my my dude likes it all no um no uh but but my day before uh christmas is christmas eve which is my birthday oh, oh. That, you know
2: well early I, happy birthday by the way yeah thank you because Thanks. because here's here's why because myself probably much like the rest of the planet Will completely forget to wish you a happy birthday yeah. on Christmas Eve. I'm so busy I, that day, Greg.
3: Yeah, no, I I get there's a lot of that. There's just a lot of. Um,
2: How was that growing up?
3: Well, so when I was in second grade, are you familiar with the ground round? Uh, yeah, of like course. Friday's type of restaurant. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's like the-
2: it's it's for those of you who don't know the ground round. It's like a, it's like a it's a bonefish grill, but
1: with uh, cows instead of fish. Yeah. Right. And peanuts on the floor, peanut shells yes. on the floor.
3: Yeah, yeah. And they would, and they would show like uh, Three Stooges movies, like yep. on a projector screen. And for birthday parties, they had uh, at the one in, in my, my hometown, um, the lovable, I don't know if it was the same clown everywhere, but uh, they had Bingo the Clown would come to your, your birthday parties. And I loved, uh, I went to some classmates' birthday party and saw Bingo the Clown. And that's what I'm having my birthday party. I was in second grade we had my birthday party at, at ground ground bingo bingo is not showing up bingo, i'm more and more I'm, I'm, and i was a little cry babe i was like really upset my mom and the, and i you know like i knew like i guess the manager kept on telling my mom like you know like we don't know we don't know yeah and then we found out that bingo got in a <laughs> horrible car accident uh because it was icy it was like a uh, december weather um, a horrible car accident. Car flipped over a number of times, and uh, Bingo passed away at oh. my birthday party uh, when I was in second grade. And I'm not trying. I'm not laughing at the fact that I died en route to my birthday party, but you guys could see where that is. That is where this started. B i n
2: g o, no. B b i n g o,
1: oh no. Uh, I.
3: <laughs> you could see. Great. The, lo- I, the road not taken.
1: That's the start of a horror movie where a young yeah. kid in a giant room waiting for, his, and then it ends horribly and then next thing you know he dresses as, uh, as a clown on Christmas and just... This is the thing that just...
2: This is why I love being friends with Greg Gethard because Greg, you and I have known each other for going on if not more than, what, 15 years now? A decade and, could, and a half almost? Probably, yeah. yeah 15 right? and
3: a half years of magic
2: and sunshine. Ma- Woo! Yeah. And here's the thing. I have heard so many crazy stories from Greg Gethard.
3: You've, he, you've never heard that one? I've never <laughs> heard that <laughs> one. i told you that one like 50 million times.
2: I've never heard that one before. Yeah. I would yeah, completely no. remember if a clown, clown flipped died.
3: over. I swear to God. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't, you didn't hear that. That was like, I think that, that that might have been like the first, like that might be my first story.
2: It has to be. I mean, I, maybe I, maybe it was just so traumatizing for me just hearing it, I repressed it. <laughs>
1: yeah, no one wants to remember That's that That's the greatest Greg. story
2: I've ever heard. And we've known each other for 15 years. I, yeah. it's, you're full of surprises, Greg. I yeah, love it.
3: Yeah, no, it was like, I, it was really like. OK, let me ask you this, when, when were you told? Really,
2: yeah. When were you told that this happened? Was it at the party?
3: At, at the party, at the music. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to like completely remember the chain of events, right? Yeah. But it was at the party because I remember they told my mom. Yeah. Right. And I remember my mom being like like upset sure. and then my mom pulled me pulled me aside and said Bingo can't make it. Yeah. There's a, that Bingo got like Bingo was in an accident on the way yeah. up. And I was just like is Bingo like I was really upset and everything and
1: You know what would have helped Greg if your mom kind of sang it to you like there was an accident. It had a clown, and Bingo yes, is no right. longer with us. B I N G O R I P. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, right. Just something like that, like and, a mom, like it's a mom thing to do. I did not know
3: about Bingo. I don't. I wasn't told then about Bingo passing away at my party. I was good. just oh, good, about good, Bingo. Good. Right. There was a, an accident, and Bingo couldn't come. Right. And sometime later, I think a few years later, my mom. <laughs> just threw out there one day and we were talking about that that bingo died okay. isn't that great like party. your mom like, like years like, later great a couple of years later when i was old enough old enough to handle
2: i'm shaken and it didn't even happen to me i'm shaken now as a middle-aged man here okay here's what i want to do first of all i just want to give a <laughs> shout out can i give a shout out to all our first responders out there yeah yes. yeah and, and having said that can you imagine I know, as a, an EMT, a firefighter, a policeman, whatever it might be, th- those first responders when they arrive to the scene of a car accident, especially a yeah. horrific car accident, that has to be very traumatic. But they learn, I'm sure, to compartmentalize and mm-hmm. do their job, and the, in the moment, especially, put feelings aside to say we have to do this. But can you imagine the horror of being on a on a road in you know West Orange, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and okay, we got a really bad accident here. It's it's an icy it's an icy evening. And they show up to the scene of the car. They got the jaws of life, and they look in, and there is a, 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 a deceased clown in and the driver's seat. And then I think the next thing they thought yeah. is, oh, my God, yeah. because- how many more of them are in here? <laughs> that, that would be my first thought, be like, right. he can't be <laughs> the only one. Right.
3: Because it's, like, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed this poor person, like Bingo, was dressed as a clown. Because it's cool yeah. around. There's no green room, no dressing room. No. Like, right. He's fully know, like, dressed. To, you, it, like has to be in the clown suit already. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're like you know, uh, trying to perf-
1: trying to perform. Um, you know. Oh, like, like CPR mouth. D- and out. there's like,
3: wah, wah.
1: <laughs> like, can you move his nose?
3: <laughs> 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 now, I I know we this is a Christmas show. Yeah.
1: Right? This is this is turning into the worst, Sorry. saddest Christmas but show. But I yeah. have
3: something nothing to do with Christmas at all that I, you two were going to be, I. I tell oh,
2: so, oh, something, <laughs> some, something other than the Sorry. fatal
3: car clown car accident. No, I'm. Gonna, oh, that I'm Christmas tell story. Guys, about my new hobby of the pandemic. Well, okay. it better be more
1: uplifting than the dead oh, clown it's, story. It's it's
3: it's, up, it's, I, it's uplifting, but it's it's uh, infinitely weirder. Okay. I don't I don't think I have even told you about this, Chip. Why don't you ask me, Greg, what is be what is your primary hobby? Uh, for the past year, year and a half or so. Oh,
2: does this have to do with role playing?
3: I told you, yeah, but Jeff, I don't think. Please, Jeff knows.
2: Go, please, this is I'm, all,
1: I'm all ears.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, Jeff, why don't you ask me the question?
1: Uh, Greg, what have you been into during the uh, during your downtime in the pandemic when you've been cooped up?
3: Well, my primary hobby uh, <laughs> has been. Um, I I found out about this community called a uh, uh, virtual political simulations in which you uh, role play uh, as a politician, and in particular, um, I've become fond of one. Uh, as a uh, parliament so i've been uh, portraying over the past few past eh, 12 to 18 months a series of uh, british members of parliament <laughs> such as right now my current uh, my current character you know i um tabitha kinsey uh <laughs> member of parliament of um um let me get the constituency up because i'm not sure off the top of my head it's uh, it's for, it's in oxford but i get the official name uh tabitha kinsford uh Member of Parliament, Oxford, West, and Abingdon. Um, I'm the uh, currently, I'm a Tory conservative. Of course. I've just been recently named the Secretary of State for uh, Health. Uh, I've been promoted up from DEFRA, which is a Department of Environmental, Food, and Rural Affairs. And today, just minutes ago, guys, she was named Dame Tabitha Kinsey. Oh. She was granted Damehood.
1: You're doing well in this virtual world.
3: Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, I got I, I can give you a speech I just wrote if you want. Want to hear some of it? Not Nutshell it, um, uh, Kinsey, uh Connecting the dots with kindness. Uh, mm-hmm. And Tabitha Kinsey's, uh she spoke to roughly fifty volunteers at the Oxford Food Hub, in a, a cleared out warehouse space. The Oxford. I did the. This is a real thing. It's a place where um they go and yeah, yeah they go to the restaurants of Oxford and ask like hey uh, give us your leftovers. We're gonna put it together and give it to give it to homeless people, kind of thing. So right. made a speech uh, at this group talking about how um, the um, the new open data plan of her administration of Defra was helping with food waste and the issues pertaining to it. So okay. this it, is my hobby.
2: Any anything about uh, clown car safety uh, on the agenda for 2022?
3: Well, let on me the put docket. this down because I yep. am now Ministry of Health. You you really are. Um, yeah. And so I'll write this down.
1: Hey, Greg, so, w- while you're writing that down, yeah. Chip and I, we want to do a good service to people out there when they we listen do. to the podcast. It's going to yeah. go up probably on Monday, and a lot of people are going to be like, "We need some good last-minute Christmas gift ideas." We need. Hey, you know,
3: I am. I am a fan of. I am a participant in virtual public service. Yeah. yeah so you there are. you go. This is yep. all about. England's-
1: we're mm-hmm. all about, maybe we yeah. have a, an idea for our, our English listeners, but yeah. Chip and I right now, if you can chime in, Greg, you tell us whether these are right. good or bad. Last minute Christmas gift ideas, okay. Chip, we will go back and forth, maybe We're 10 pro- each. How
2: procrastinators, about we know we have procrastinators right. out there. Right. And it's like, it's, it's Christmas Eve, it's Greg's birthday. You need some gifts for some people. Right. What do you do? Okay. So we've come up, I think, with some well,
3: good ones. I well, he re, we're real because I I can relate to this very well because we frequently we'd have family over for you know Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, and you'd see I'd o- you, you, I'd always get from um you know it's like you always write to a check sure. for, mm-hmm. for Christmas. The always, ink is still wet. I always see with me how like and it's, but you could see with me and my brother the exact dollar value put upon my birthday compared to he's like. <laughs> brother would get like a $20 check and I would get like a $30 check yep.
0: right <laughs> sure
3: or then a lot of times what will be is like me and my brother would both get the same present and then you could just tell that like my aunt or whoever forgot about yep. that and then there'd be like $10 given to me on top of it or like a hastily sure. written check oh, right. I love it right that's what that's yeah. where
1: checks yeah. were gold back yeah. Then. yeah yeah all right chip give us number one give me give me a, a last minute Christmas gift idea
2: Okay. Um, How about uh, what I like to call the wallet gift card grab bag?
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Where is, I just have a number of gift cards in my wallet in case I'm ever at Target or Mm -hmm. Starbucks or Barnes & Noble. So you just pull one of those out. It might not have the full amount still on it, but they won't know that until they get to the store. So it's like, oh, 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 a a Starbucks gift card worth $5.38. And uh, then they would get that. So I think yeah. that's a that's a good last minute gift. And that's
1: a that's a good way to go. A good amount to go on one drink. That covers mm-hmm. maybe seventy five percent of it. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good gift.
3: Yeah. Did you ever go? Did you ever go to, to like a place with a gift card and you tried to like redeem it and then like, oh no, like um you know like they used to low like three you know like three dollars and twelve cents and then you'd be like, oh I don't have that.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah totally. Very <laughs> like very to like
1: yeah. Walk, yeah. Like I just walk out. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Chip, I will go with uh, Figgy Pudding of the Month Club. Now, we all love okay. Figgy Pudding during sure. December, right? Yeah. But by the time, like, April or May rolls around, you're you're jonesing for some Figgy Pudding. You're like, mm-hmm. I can't wait. Figgy yeah. Pudding of the Month Club, affordable every month. A delicious serving of Figgy Pudding is delivered mm-hmm. to your door.
2: Yeah, I like that one. Um, I yeah. got one here. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, a close-up magic trick? <laughs> So like somebody gives you a present. It's like, oh, a nice bottle of wine. And you're like, ah, oh, what do I do? And then you put a cigarette through a 50-cent piece. And they're like, well, how did that just happen? And you're like, that was your present right there.
1: Oh, uh, that's ch- a great Merry gift. Christmas. Yeah. Here's, here's one for a Chip. A pet tarantula. Oh. oh that's, so a nice
3: only. that's a yeah. great gift in Florida. Yeah. yeah. The thing,
1: yeah. thing about pet tarantulas, people think tarantulas are scary because you look at them, they're very nice. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. very nice, Chip. That's a great one. They're fuzzy. Yeah. Fuzzy and fun. Yeah. More-
2: uh, how about this how about this one? A uh, A certificate that says you donated to a charity in their oh. name. Oh, I I'm love not that. saying that you actually donated, but you, <laughs> I'm sure you could print out some sort of certificate online. It's like, oh, yeah, I donated to the Salvation Army in your name. And then you hand them a gift or certificate just oh, print I love it right that. out from your computer. You okay. know, it's a
1: great gift if you if you just want to, like, get someone a gift quick run in. You got that person. Maybe it's like Uncle Pete or your, your neighbor. Just get a pair of skinny jeans. Like, just guess the size. Yeah. yeah. And then just tell them if it's too small.
2: Oh, well, they're skinny jeans. That's how yeah. that's the new fit.
1: Yeah, people yeah. don't mind. It's fun. You guess the yeah. size. People think it's a fun gift.
2: Yeah. How about this one, uh Jeff? Uh a gas station squeegee. Ooh. You're out. The, <laughs> right. Those get you go to stop at a at a gas station, at a Wawa or whatever. Th- those squeegees aren't tied down. No. They're there for the taking.
3: I, I have a good gas station squeegee story. Oh, of yeah? you should. We used to, uh, in high school, um, our high school was, like, renowned for scavenger hunts. Okay. And, like, we'd, we'd have, like, there'd be usually, like, it was, like, a big, the weekend thing to do was, like, a, a scavenger hunt, a senior, or junior, like, a 100 kids doing these things all at once. Yeah. And one of the items that was, like, a usual pretty recurring item was um, something from, you know, like, something stolen from a gas station. Right, like one of those, like like a squeegee thing, or like something that's like, you know, like five cent off Tuesday kind of thing.
1: The handle, the pump handle.
3: Yeah. Yeah. My friend Mike, he he went to he went to go um, steal something from this gas station, and the gas station attendant tackled him, caught him in the (laughs) (laughs) act, tackled him, and uh, took his uh, was took his uh, identification, was going to call the cops, but. Instead of uh, police being involved, what he made my friend Mike do was instead go work for him the next day at the gas station as, like, an indentured servant.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So my friend
3: had to, like, wipe off, like, squeegee windows. And somebody, somehow, somebody found out about it. and Like, a whole bunch of my classmates went to that. <laughs> place, like, made him fill up his m- tank.
1: Just mocked him. Yeah. Like, you man. know where they, they put, like, the, uh, the bathroom key they tie to an old, like, tire rim so mm-hmm. no one steals mm-hmm. it? I picture that indentured servant just had that around his leg, right? Like he yeah, couldn't dra- take it off dragging until he a was done. Block. Yeah. Chip, uh, let me Thanks. see. You said, uh, it's
2: "Guessing."
3: Some... Oh.
1: No, nope, I'm sorry. Let me throw one. Uh, Chip, an assortment of wigs. It's a fun box of wigs. I oh, think yeah. a wig
2: box is that's always a good. Yeah, it's like a Whitman sampler of hair. I think yeah. that's a great. I mean,
1: whether it's Halloween or you have mm-hmm. a party, everyone gets drunk, just wants yeah. to look different. Yeah, an assortment of wigs—you can't go wrong with that. Uh, how,
2: how about this one? Um, some recently f- expired antibiotics. That's fun. You have some antibiotics, you know, maybe some amoxicillin, a Z-Pack, a, a, you know, <laughs> in the back of your in the back of your uh, medicine a cabinet. <laughs> so you're like, oh, here, here you go. They're recently yeah. expired, so you yeah. know they're still basically safe.
3: Right. Like. Right, it,
2: here's
1: here's one. If long. you really care about someone. Yeah. But you just totally dropped the ball. Give them yep. your HBO Max password. That's great. That's great. Right. Just write it in yeah. the card. Just write it, write in, it in the, the card. card.
2: Yes. Just use your name. Have you
3: guys seen Succession? Oh, got- <laughs> my God. <Yeah.
1: laughs> I haven't heard about it. I heard nothing about it, Greg. Yeah, no nobody,
2: nobody's talking about it online these days. No. Um, I, I, how, about, how about this one? Um, 20 push-ups in their honor. Whoa. Like, they give you, like, a nice present, like, maybe, like, a nice sweater, and you're like, you know what I'm going to do for you? Right. Uh, tw- 20 Marine push-ups in your honor. Right. And then you you drop and you give them 20.
1: All right, this one's this one's very niche. I don't know if it's for everyone, but I'm going to throw it out there. Tickets to Chip Chantry and Jake Matera, home for the holiday show at Jules in Norristown, PA, what? December twenty seventh. That is actually, I'd say that's a great gift, a great. That's an amazing
2: gift. gift. That is an what? amazing gift. I, I would, I would love to get that gift. Give you and receive
1: that. Got uh website. That's. S O U L J O E S, Northtown, PA, December mm-hmm. 27th. It is going to be a jam packed show. I love Chip Chanchi live. Love Jake Matera live. We might even be talking to Jake on Put them Who both knows? together.
2: Yeah, maybe he'll yeah. show up later.
1: Chip, do you um, got another one? Uh, yeah, I got one another one.
2: Yeah. How, how, I got a couple more. Uh, how about this one? Nice and simple. A gun. Do you, know how, do you know how easy it is to buy a gun these days in this country? You can yep. get them anywhere. I'm going gonna... to. At, at a moment's notice. As is, as is get all somebody right. a gun. Yes. Is my right. it, it is our right. We're, we're free Americans.
1: Yeah, that's true. How about a, uh, a 12 foot, a 12 foot party sub?
2: Yeah. <laughs> right? Who would not, who would not be excited about
1: Absolutely that? Absolutely. No one would say, you know what? Uh, do you have the receipt for this? Like everyone would be like, Oh, hell yeah.
2: That's lunch for a week and a half right there, baby. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There yeah. you go.
3: So with a, with a holiday themed party sub is, um, so chip, Chip, uh, I don't know, Jeff, if you're familiar, but Chip is no doubt familiar with um, Jimmy Viola, a.k.a. the necrosexual. Sure, yes. Mm-hmm. A, a death metal performer slash sometimes comedian. Mm-hmm. And I filmed a bit for him once for a, Chris- for a show put together called Christmas Eve at Adelco Wawa. Yes. And <laughs> me and him went with secret cameras to Adelco Wawa while he was in the necrosexual outfit and he ordered a party sub. I mm-hmm. like <laughs> I had to wait around for it for like, 30 minutes while they made, like, a 10-foot sub or whatever at Wawa. And they Amazing. Were, they were uh, not with us. You got, to, you got
1: us. to admit, when you go to a party or a function and you see, like, two card tables put together with a hastily thrown on tablecloth, and then there's a giant sub sitting there, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
2: I have another, uh, another last-minute gift. Uh, it's, a, it's what I call the hallway closet hustle.
1: Oh, I like this.
2: Okay. Somebody comes to your house. They come bearing gifts. they're like, "Here's a present. It's a new knickknack, or it's a nice uh bottle of olive oil, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, that's a fancy thing that for fancy people, what you do is say, "Okay, here's your present. You have thirty seconds. <laughs> Go into my hall closet, and you may pick one thing one, out of it one, one and thing. they get to decide what thing they like, so it's like it gives them some it it, it gives them some some ownership of of what their gift is,
1: right." I like yeah. that. I think it's fun. It adds an element of fun, and mm-hmm. most of the stuff in your hall closet, you can part with it. Yeah. How about this? You said gunship, but I'm thinking of something, like, very cool. I know I loved it. Uh, switchblade comb.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Get them at the boardwalk in Ocean City. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah, you just flip it open. It looks like a weapon, but nope. Just yeah. going to style your hair. Just I gonna think that's comb a great one. Yep. You probably don't have to buy it. You can just win it by playing ski ball. I know you're a it big ski well, ball fan.
3: Fits well when uh, it fits Wh- in when very you- well when you go to cosplay the Outsiders. <laughs> oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. For all you pony boys out, that's exactly what it is.
1: I know yeah, I told the story before, but I did spend an entire summer when I was 11 playing skee ball at Belmar Playland, trying to save up enough points to get a switchblade comb from the prize uh cabinet. And it was yeah. like, let's say, a thousand points. And literally all my allowance went to just skee ball. And there was one other machine where you. You'd put a nickel in it, would shoot up and knock other nickels down. Nickels off, sure, right. And then sometimes you would just accidentally bang into the side of the machine, and more mm-hmm. nickels would come down. Yeah, a little more. And then you could pull the ticket slowly, pull out another one. Mm-hmm. I eventually got to switchblade comb. Weird thing was, I was a complete dirt bag, never didn't shower, and rarely I, combed my hair. But when I had to switchblade comb, I combed a little bit more constantly. Yeah.
3: Jeff yep. WeeDis my Jeff Weedus Lions <laughs> <The teenage laughs>
2: Yes. Uh, here's here's another one. I got two more, Jeff. Yep, let's What's them. Okay. Um, coupons for inexpensive hugs. Oh, I like that. So they're not free hugs because I'm not okay. giving okay. them away. Oh no no, no
3: no. But they
2: get it. It's like oh here's a hug for a dollar. You know right. so they get they get a couple coupons for an inexpensive hug from me. I like that. Yeah.
1: All right. Let me give you one last one. Uh, you, are you guys familiar with Cameo? The, the oh, uh, of course out. I am. Greg, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you've had experience on it. How about a cameo from your favorite podcast host, uh, Chip Chantry or Jeff Lyons? I think that's it's great. a six, six dollar value. It is.
3: Are you guys really on cameo? No.
1: <laughs> we will be by the end of tonight. That's all I got to say. Thinking about it, I got one yeah. more beer in me. I might, uh,
0: might, yeah.
3: I might. got, because um, I've gotten, uh, I've gotten a lot a couple, my wife, a lot a couple of cameos for, for different events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got her, um, Sandra the two-time champion of Survivor. Uh uh-huh. um, I got her um, Susan Waldman, ho- yep. uh, New York Yankees announcer and um, top chef uh, contestant Richard Blaze.
1: Yeah, sure. I'm familiar with them all, yeah. sure. yeah.
3: Trying to get, I think I I want to do a thing where I I want to do a thing where um where I'm going to order cameos in a row and it's going to be like it's going to like the first one's going to be like say say to um Paula Poundstone. Mm-hmm. Like she was gonna be, I had like a list of people. It was gonna be like, Hey, um, you know, this is Paul Poundstone. Hey, um, Sharon, um, this is coming from Dave. Um, he met you when he said like you got um, you know, like he um, you know, accidentally ran into you while riding his bike, you know, he exchanged numbers and everything. Well, he's just thinking, you know, like, what's next? we can take you out for a cup of coffee? And there was gonna be go like cameo by cameo until the final one. Was gonna be like George Wentz or somebody like that. And mm-hmm. Be like, hey, um, Sharon. Sharon just wants you to know that she's thought it over and, and you can move back in. <laughs> do, you know just, ma- do you know who?
1: Do you know who made the first down. million? The first million on Cameo. What actor? Who? Uh,
3: I think I know who. It's um Kevin from The Office.
1: It is. It's Kevin yeah. from the O'Brien Baumgartner. Yeah. He was in on that early and he worked that hard. And I guess, him. yeah, good for him, man. And he, yeah. you know, he has a whole podcast now. He just wrote a book. All yeah, Apparently it's a big deal
2: about the office. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he's milking that and that's good because, you know, good it's for popular. Him. Just yeah. jump Ride on that wave, that. baby. My
2: Jeff, favorite? I have one last, I have one, one last, last one from Chip. Yep. One last one, one last last minute gift. Somebody shows up to your home. They have a gift for you. It's like, what do you get them? Your cat.
1: Just give him your cat. Yeah. Your cat's there. Just oh hey, guys, please take my cat. Well, you know what? Most people do have two cats, so there's yes. always one that's gonna be more expendable than the other. Yeah. Spare. Mm-hmm. Greg, what was the most expensive cameo you purchased? Are they like fifty bucks or
3: I'm trying to think. Like Sandra Diaz was not cheap. I think she was probably like forty bucks, but she's a two time winner of Survivor.
1: Yeah, she earned it.
3: Um I'm trying to think of who else I've gotten.
2: Uh, I Greg, some of our uh, mutual friends in Los Angeles, California, got me a uh Chris Barron cameo. The, I got
3: Chris Barron too. I got Chris Barron too.
2: Yeah, the lead singer of the Spin Doctors. It was great. Cause he I actually had him, a cat with him, yeah.
3: I I got him say I got him one that I'm gonna use in my financial guru act because, because one of the things is that he stole yeah. my, he stole Franklin. my girlfriend away from me. Yeah. So and that's what the song Two Princes is written about that. Mm-hmm. So I have him admitting, admitting that, um, 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 look, like I know you're the person who had diamonds in his pockets, yes. like, <laughs> kind of stuff like that, but you know, she's with me now, bud. Uh, by the way, Brian Seymour but, uh, said, uh, Gilbert
2: would... Gottfried would be a good, uh, would right. be a good cameo.
1: Gil- Gilbert would give you a lot. He would yes. give you a good solid two minutes of haranguing you. Yes. Let's get back to a little talk about Chip and I right now, oh. Greg, when you, uh, when you we allowed you into this uh, yeah. podcast. Thank our you for, world. for joining us. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the movie, a Christmas story Yikes. and some I of believe- our favorite parts. I think right when I just, what really hit me when I liked it, like I wasn't a big fan of the narration. I, I thought like, like when the movie started, things. it was too much narration, but then when like the scenes just were normal scenes where the kids were acting and talking, it was magic. It took him to the point where the first time Ralphie is walking to school with his little brother, mm-hmm. and then one friend just runs out and just basically says, hey, listen, smart ass. Yep. Yes. That to me was like, that's when the movie started. because That's what kids sound like. That's what kids sound like. And all those scenes where the kids are like just, hey, listen, smart ass, my dad said you stick in your tongue on that. I, th- I think
2: now might be a good time to tell a story. Yeah. That big fan of the movie. Yeah. And speaking of those kids, Scotty Schwartz in, in particular is the one who get Flick, I believe his Flick, name is. Yep. gets his tongue stuck to the flagpole mm-hmm. outside in a famous scene. Uh urban legend flagpole. Uh I, I was in second grade one day when my teacher, Mrs. Christian, wanted to see my mother after school one day. Uh my mother came in after school and my my teacher told me that I told my mom that I was going to be tested for the gifted program. Mm -hmm. She said I was so smart that I was going to be tested, and she thinks that I'm going to be qualified as a second grader for the gifted program.
1: Oh, my goodness. Good
2: news in the Chancery family. My mom was so proud of me. That day, she uh, obviously picked me up from school that day after school after having that conference with my teacher, stopped at Gennardi's on the way home, which was the local supermarket. I had just seen a Christmas story for the first time, and I I got to walk a little – you know, I, I got to go off on my own in the, in the grocery store for a little bit. And I was in the ice cream aisle. You know, the ice cream aisle where they have all the popsicles and everything. Yeah. They have Novelties. Those, right. There's, you know, there's the freezers with the doors on them where you open the doors. And then there's sort of the, I think they even call them the casket freezers where you, you just, there's no doors on them. They're just, you look down on them. They're like, little, yeah. you know, uh, I was looking down and about th- three feet down uh, from the opening, I saw that there was a metal bar going across, going horizontally, and uh, in the cold ice cream aisle. And I thought, this is my opportunity to test a hypothesis. Would my tongue stick to that metal bar? So a young Chip Chantry, just accepted in the gifted program, hoists himself up with nobody (laughs) looking, leans down in. So I got my stomach curled over the thing. Half of my body is down leaning in. And I stick my tongue to that metal bar. Oh, no, Chip. I will let you two decide. Did that tongue stick or
1: not? I'll say 100% yes right away. Greg?
3: Yeah, it had to have because you always, cause there's always like a, it almost never happened. But then when it did happen, yep. it happened to a memorable point where somebody's like tongue was essentially amputated.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it 100% stuck. Yeah. And I was there and my feet were dangling, you know, because oh. I. Little kid so my idiot. head is in the freezer oh. my tongue is stuck to the thing my feet are dangling uh, there was when when i had put my head in there there was nobody in that aisle so it was like do i start sc- i had a choice to make do i start screaming and try to get help or do i become a man today and i decided that yes i will become a man today and with all my might i yanked my oh. head back and as my head was leaving the freezer I just see the remnants of about a, a good half inch of the tip of my tongue. Holy stuck God. Stuck to the cool. bar. Right, right. Disgusting. And uh, I walked around, found my mother, and she could see a look on my face, and she's like, is everything okay?
1: My gift and to I, child, is everything okay? Yeah, my gifted <laughs> child, is everything all right?
2: And I said no, and as I said no, blood just started <laughs> pouring out of my mouth
3: yeah <laughs> so my mother
2: said let's go she took me home yeah. and uh luckily there was no real medical attention i just yeah. had a, a horrible scab on the top of on the tip of my tongue for about a month
1: uh, and, and your mom back. gets you gets you home puts like you know whatever a little salve on the tip of your tongue yeah. walks over pile papers takes the gifted program application and just rips, rips it, it up so i up.
2: i had the the honor and the privilege and the confidence and the swagger of a gifted child Mm -hmm. uh, in my life, which I was accepted then to the gifted program for 18 minutes. I had about 18 minutes riding high between the time my teacher told her that and that I got my tongue stuck to the freezer in Gennardi's grocery store.
1: You flew too close to the sun, Chip, but you did have that moment in the sun. So Mm -hmm. most of us haven't even come close to that in your life. So embrace those 18 minutes of gifted Chip Chantry. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Greg, we're going to have to bid you adieu because oh. we have a bigger guest.
3: I Bid, bid me adieu, of course, um, which is um, good because I got to get back to where I'm pretending to be. Uh,
1: yes, get, say parliament. hi to everybody in Parliament we'll for do. us uh, and, and an early happy birthday, Greg Gethard. Yes. Please say hello to your lovely wife, Alana. High five to the little guy. Have a great holiday.
3: I, I miss you guys and we'll, we'll, we'll do yeah, this. Let's soon.
1: get together soon.
2: Happy birthday and Merry Christmas, Gregory.
3: One love. One All love. Right. Big ups! That's Ali G impersonation. It's that very was a good, good one. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks.
2: All right, guys. Later, buddy. All right. Later, buddy. Uh, while while uh, while we say say goodbye to Greg, can I give one last plug? Oh, make it quick because we're going. to we cast us. No, I'm I'm yep. going to wait because we got a very special gentleman. Oh my
1: goodness! Yes, this live, is fantastic.
2: Live from the wow. punchlines
1: green room.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what you, is the guys? greenest
1: room I've seen? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Philadelphia comedy legend, whose newest album, a soft one, is available everywhere you get albums, online, stores, your local Walmarts, Wawa's. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jake Matera. Thanks for joining Jake. us, Jake. Hey,
2: guys. Jake, hey, th- I- thanks so much for being here. And thanks for, oh, oh, look at that. It's for both
4: of you guys. Oh, thank, thank
1: you. you. That's sweet. Isn't Delicious. <laughs> little candy is this cane immersive?
4: There. Can you reach through the screen and grab this? Yes. Rah! Technology is awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: So anyway, Jake, it was great talking to you. Uh, have a merry <laughs> Christmas, and we will we'll see you in twenty twenty
4: two. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, Jake, how that, are you? Good. That really happened to your tongue at the Gennardis? One hundred percent. Yes. Oh my God, that's horrifying.
2: It was. It was. It was one of the most because I just remember like I remember it was like I knew that just the embarrassment would be so horrific if i had to yell and scream and the like the yeah. fire department had to show up so i was like i just i have to sacrifice my tongue here and just and i still remember the feeling that yank and just seeing that piece of tongue left that might still be on that bar there to this day
4: oh know. my god that's yeah. disgusting it's it's gross
1: jake yeah. what was your uh, what was your worst injury in life since we're just you know
4: <clears throat> man uh there's so many uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure i have cte i didn't play football i just hit my head a lot um but uh Just too many
2: rollerblading accidents <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah too many yeah <laughs> those those helmets crack very easy um yeah. you know i i did have a christmas injury i remember really uh, when i was a little kid is that yes, a hallmark really.
1: is that a hallmark movie i do not mean to cut you a off christmas there. injury yeah. a christmas injury, injury yeah.
4: The <laughs> jake matera that. that's right were you working remember- at
1: a, a small inn with your family, and it was going under, but then you, oh, you met a hotshot lawyer girl who decided to come in? And- <laughs> yeah. This is eerie. It's like you already <laughs> know my life story. It's amazing um- what you find on the internet. <laughs> Tell us about your – Christmas. Jake is one-man
4: show, A Christmas Injury. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I remember I had, like, the best Christmas morning. Like, I think at the time uh, I, was, I was a child – and I know I was a child, um, wow. but I, I got a gift I was so excited about. Do you remember that Kevin Costner movie, uh, the Robin Hood movie? Sure, sure, that yeah. That he made. Well, I got the treehouse <laughs> that like you could play with that have like Kevin Costner, and Morgan Freeman, and all that. Wait, kind wait, of okay, stuff. Wait,
2: wait, wait, let me ask you. <laughs> like, like, like an action figure treehouse or like yeah. a, life-size tree house?
4: No, no, a life size treehouse? No, no, life, an action figure treehouse. Okay, house. okay, yeah. Uh, so I was like super excited to have this thing. And like live my tales is Robin Hood, yeah, uh, and my and Morgan Freeman, and um, and I remember like we opened all the gifts, and then it was like our my time to go to my aunt's house, and I lived in a like, I grew up in a house. It was like my parents, my two sisters, we had a dog, two cats, and my grandmom lived with us too. Sure, and so like it was a very busy house. Everybody's always in each other's space, and I remember I went to, um, I think I went to go brush my teeth. And, and, somebody, and how old would you be at this point? I was probably first grade ish, okay. second grade ish at this time. Uh, what do you call it? Somebody left a curling iron in the sink. So obviously you can't I knew better. You can't run the water under the curling iron or something bad's going to happen. Yeah. So I should move it. So instead of grabbing it by the handle,
0: no, why would I you decided do
4: that? to grab just like the silver part and it was it was on. It was like warming up for someone. And I remember like it completely like canceled Christmas. Like I had to go to the hospital and my, oh my hand was all God. gauzed up and oh everything like that. God. The rest of the day. Well, like a couple hours of spend that way. I mean, Oh, nighttime by the time we got home, but still how mad were
1: the Matera sisters, that young, <laughs> dumb little brother yeah. ruined Christmas,
4: you know, there's yeah, probably
2: piece of, there's probably pieces of hand on their hair dryer, <laughs> or on their hair curling. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah probably. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't talk to me for a while. My older sister didn't talk to me. My little sister didn't.
1: Picture the poor. They go to the relative's house. They're all excited to go to the aunt's house. They walk in the door. The aunt's like, you guys look great, but why isn't your hair curled? (laughs) And they're like, yeah. And then who comes through the door with his giant mitt all bandaged up?
4: Hi, everybody. (laughs) Just like Yogi the Bear. I don't (laughs) know.
1: Yeah, I love, we should do a whole podcast of just Christmas injuries.
4: And <laughs> it's this it's ties in nicely. I'm, I'm looking to fill it out. So yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. it just ties in perfectly because, Jake, I don't know if you know, we're talking about the the 1983 Christmas classic, A Christmas Story, yes. where throughout the whole movie, they're telling young Little guy, little Ralphie, you're gonna shoot little Ralphie. You're gonna shoot your eye out, and of course, he's like, "That's bullshit. I'm gonna handle this gun, like yeah. a complete pro. Nothing bad's gonna happen." Nope. And I think one of the the best parts of the movie is like the first thing he does with the gun <laughs> is injure himself. Yeah. yeah, right. It's the best.
2: And then that- and then lies about it. Just lies, mm-hmm. fabricates an entire story. And does
1: he get away with the lie?
2: yes he does
1: even better like just so many great things like when you were a kid and you got away with a big lie how Mm -hmm. great it was and you know they're always like oh you must have felt guilty you're like no got away with it man you felt amazing you feel amazing it's just like i can do anything now you beat the system Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna ratchet it up and start doing more crimes (laughs) and just see what i can get away with right
4: yeah 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 I, you know, have you guys ever owned a BB gun? Did you guys ever, yeah, like growing My up? My brother had one that yeah. I would
2: play with sometimes, but I never had one.
4: You guys ever injure yourself with a BB gun?
1: I, I, I did get arrested and thrown in jail because of a BB gun. Really?
4: Wait, really? Did yeah. I ever tell you this story, Chip?
1: No. I will. I'm going to nutshell this so quickly. Um, hey, Ed Daly, joined the chat. Hey, Ed, how how's you Ed? doing? Ed Daly. Uh, Ed. What what book is what what book is right next to you, Jeffrey? That's called the Christmas Book, an ultimate guide to your favorite holiday. Ed Daly. By Mister Daly. I'm going to tell you and Jake Matera, one of Philadelphia's best comedians, quickly a story. Senior year of high school, everything's going great. Second semester, went to a Catholic school. Every Wednesday, we had half day. No, I have no idea why. So me and my degenerate friends, five of us, were at my friend's house, cooking up a big meal meal of grilled cheeses. Parents are not home. And then my friend Bob's like, hey, you want to go shoot some BB guns? I have a rifle and a handgun, BB gun. And these were the two weakest BB guns you've ever seen. Like you could see the BB just come out of the handgun. Sure, yeah. sure, The pump action was like nothing. We are in our St. Rose uniform. So we're in shirts and ties. And we just start shooting around Bob's yard. He's like, hey, I know a place we can go to go shoot them. We're like, let's do it. We all hop in my buddy John Garrett's Dodge Dart. As we're driving... Bob goes, stop, stop. And John stops the brakes. And we're in Spring Lake, New Jersey, the most affluent community in New Jersey. I didn't live there, but my friend Bob did. I lived in Belmar, which is not an affluent community. We stop the car. Bob jumps out, does a roll with his gun, and starts shooting at the hedge because he saw a squirrel. He's nowhere near hitting the squirrel. My friend Ray jumps out with the handgun, starts shooting at the hedge. We're all laughing. There's an old woman in the house in the window. She gets on the phone. She simply calls the police and says, there are men in suits shooting guns at my window. Oh, no. The cops said, could you please repeat that? She says, please send over people now. So we get back in the car. Five minutes later, this cop car comes flying up behind us so fast, literally bumping the bumper of John's car, Light slash, and we pull over the cops both get out, both sides, guns at the car. Cops come from everywhere. They called in five towns. Oh my God. Cops pulled up everywhere we see and they got a bullhorn. They're like, come out of the car with your hands up. So we opened the door and we're like, Holy Are you shit.
2: aware of why
1: they're doing this? No, we we did, we, had, we we it kind of dawned on us when they're like, come out with your hands up. Do not come out holding your weapons. And then we're like, oh shit they're talking about the BB guns. Yeah. They take us out. They literally like manhandle us through us against a fence guns to our like heads, spring, like cops, like nervous patting us down. And my friend Bob goes, guys, they're just BB guns. We're just kids. And the one cop goes, shut the F up until we ask you question. And literally we're just shaking. They throw us in a car and we're being taken to like the police station and you could see the cops were all like oh fuck these are just kids yeah
4: as we're getting in the car one cop you guys want literally <laughs> <laughs> just like trying to ease the tension <laughs> sorry
1: <laughs> he literally pulls a gun out holds it up to like all the cops the belmar cops spring lake spring lake heights Seagirt guys they're bb guns they're just bb guns and my friend bob again yappy one said uh i told you and the cops like shut the fuck (laughs) we get taken to the spring lake police station and we had to sit there because bob was 18 the rest of us were only 17 at the time he got put in a jail cell
0: Mm -hmm. and we were just
1: standing there we weren't allowed to be put in a jail cell we were sitting there and watching each one of our parents walk in watching my dad just walk in like oh jeffrey But my buddy's mom just losing her marbles, my one friend. It was just the biggest like shit show. We go home, we hire a lawyer. We had to wait two months to go in front of the judge. And it was just like, I had like, Jake, I had horrible like soccer hair. This was like senior year. Everything was going great for me. Jeff Mm -hmm. Lyons was so dialed in. September, I got... Into The the only college I applied to early admissions, I got into in September. So I was cakewalking through senior year, Yeah, doing absolutely nothing. This was January. I'm like, life's great. I get home. My dad goes, Jeff, we all do stupid things, but it seems like you have a little too much free time now, a little no focus. Just get a job after school. Just get a job. Keep yourself busy. And this stuff won't happen again. So, I had to get a haircut. I lost my beautiful soccer hair. Mm -hmm. The girl I was dating at the time visibly upset that I lost my hair. Like, oh. So, I got a job at Cost Cutters and um, it was like a a cut rate uh, Kmart. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hired a lawyer who actually was a teacher at the school, part time lawyer. We go in front of the judge. The judge was literally laughing. He's like, wait, (laughs) you guys, they're just BB guns. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, we were just shooting and he goes, "All right, here's the deal. You guys seem like good kids. 17-year-olds. Everyone make a $35 donation to the first local first aid." Who's the 18-year-old, Bob Carroll goes, "I can't. I have to give you something. So, you have 100 hours community service. Um you're going to be working in a trash truck in Belmar." And that was it. And that, Jake, is my story of a BB gun.
2: Were you still accepted into the college that you applied to?
1: (laughs) Here's the deal. I had to wait a year for everything to be expunged. But for a year on my transcript, it said arrested due to a, uh, what was it? A 22 caliber weapon. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Which is
2: kind of street cred.
1: Yeah. I mean, no one messed with me since then. No. I mean, I don't know. if It's because of the BB gun, but. Wow. So watching this movie and that's hearing bring about, right, like, you can shoot your eye out. Jake, you can also end up in a in a very Ritchie Towns police station. You can shoot your life out, it sounds Wow, like that's you really You can shoot your life out. You guys out. could
2: be, like, public speakers, like, going into, like, kind of scared straight kids. Oh, my like, God. Picture, like. Don't mess around with BB guns or like curling uh,
1: irons. Yeah, curling uh, irons. Uh, Roxborough yeah. High School. We have two speakers today you might know. <laughs> this is Jake Matera, Jeff Lyons. They're going to talk mm-hmm. to you about. Just say no. BB guns, not yeah. cool. <laughs> not cool at all. Uh,
2: by the way, speaking of messing with people, could I go through just a very brief list for you two guys? I think you guys yeah, are going Yeah, really I, I would love to. I love lists. I just have a quick list. It's, fi- it's five things that I have, Jake. And I, I know Jake Matera, not only great comedian, but a, a, a great musician, great guitar player, yep. a big music fan, big musician. Yeah. Uh, what I've done, you guys know, uh, I, I know you get big music fans. You know those commonly misheard lyrics lists. Where mm-hmm. it's like you know a rock song that that yeah. you know people, people mishear it's like uh Jimi Hendrix excuse me while I kiss the sky people think it's excuse me while I kiss this guy you know yeah. like that, that's yeah. they, it's just commonly misheard lyrics well there's actually a lot of commonly misheard lyrics in Christmas songs what yeah and I found a list I actually compiled a list I, I went through and I found a, a lot of these uh so I'll go through just I have just the five top ones so let's let's start with I love to hear them uh the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, chestnuts Mm -hmm. roasting, you know, chestnuts roasting. People think that he says in the opening lines, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. That's -hmm. what people think he says. But he actually says chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost peeking at your notes. What? Yeah, Jack Frost, there was actually an actual Jack Frost. He was taking a Western Civ class at the community (laughs) college at the time, and he was caught cheating three times in one semester and was expelled. So just a little fact right there. Oh my god. Similar to Jeff, your troubles with the law.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was Jack Frost.
2: Yeah. But you know, uh, that's
1: just like you're young and you do stupid stuff like that, Jack right,
4: Frost. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: You grab um, hair you grab hair curlers, you shoot guns, you shoot Sure. Cheat.
4: Yeah. Was he ever able to go back and get a degree? <laughs> uh, no, that's why
2: he's always spent uh his life just basically as a snowman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. By a wintry man. That's all that's all he can do. Uh, so wind, let that a, be a lesson Chip, to all of us.
1: Did you call him a wintry man?
2: A wintry man. Yes, he's a he's a very wintry man. Um let's speaking of wintry men, uh White Christmas by mm-hmm. you know classic by Mr. Well, Bing Crosby.
1: I love that okay. song.
2: You know he says uh towards the end he says ma- people think he says may your days be merry and bright, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. May your yeah. days be merry and bright. He actually says what he actually sings if you listen to it. He actually says may your days be merry and bright. Like what? the names, may your Daves be Mary and Dwight. Yeah, uh, Bing Crosby wasn't in uh, good mental health when he recorded <laughs> that. It was sort of past wow. his prime. Yeah, he actually says, may your Daves be Mary and Dwight. Makes no sense. He, he was, it was a lot of gibberish at the time. He really- But like,
1: are they his son's names? Like, no, absolutely. He didn't, he didn't know a Dave, a
2: yeah, Mary, there, or a Dwight. There
4: wasn't a message behind it.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, I think I, I guess I just had four of them. I thought I had a fifth one, but I think it's just four of them. So I did White Christmas, I did the Christmas song, uh, Brenda Lee was only 14 years old, I believe, when she recorded the hit song, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I
1: like that song.
2: You yeah. know, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree? It's fun. Uh, people think she says, you know, you will get a sentimental feeling when you hear voices singing Let's Be Jolly. People think she says, deck the halls with bowels of holly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But what she actually says is, deck your friend Paul who brought your ex-girl <laughs> holly. Basically, at the party – his friend Paul brought as a date this guy's ex girlfriend Holly, and he's like, She's like, You got it you can't stand for that, shit. deck them right there in front of everybody.
4: That makes sense, like the rocking around the Christmas tree. Okay, that, yep. yeah, that wow, yeah. I never even realized that. Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: yeah, it's like, fo- Wow, and she was and, only 14 and she was involved in such she, love
2: triangle bullshit you know, she, like she that. Knew, she knew her stuff, yeah, she was wise beyond her years.
4: Was she a wintry girl?
2: Cal, she <laughs> was a very wintry girl. <laughs> Yeah.
4: She had, she had the wiseness of three men. Yes. You would say?
2: Yes, okay. she did. Yeah, three of them wow. one. She had the myrrh and the frankincense. She had the frankincense of a much older man. Wow.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh.
2: And finally, <laughs> finally, this one surprised me. I, I always thought it was this way. Maybe you guys thought maybe you guys know the real lyrics, but I thought it was this way. Uh the the song, the classic song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yep. Everybody knows that. I think Judy Garland sang it and a number of other people. Um Here we are as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more, right? I always thought that's what I always thought they said. Faithful friends who are dear to us, they gather near to us once more. It's not actually that. Uh, The lyrics actually are, and you got to remember, this is back in the 1950s when the song was popular. Faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us and form a militia to defend against the socialist (laughs) shadow government made up of traitors who hate America and should be named and turned into Senator Joseph Joseph McCarthy, who is a true patriot, ridding this nation of the red filth that has infiltrated our culture and will seep into the brains of our children if we do not take arms to eliminate this scourge and send them back to hell by the way of Moscow. So suck on it, Khrushchev. Whoa,
4: whoa.
2: Those were the actual lyrics. So if you listen to it closely, that's what she actually sings
4: you know i you it must have been like i never realized it must have been the reverb on the track that
2: <laughs> it's it's, it's not the clearest recording and i think okay. that's what i think that's what gets lost in translation
4: wow that's awesome man
1: i yeah. love you know i love learning stuff and i love yeah. when like the truth just comes out
4: yeah if, if i could be honest i actually have a little omission okay um about i don't really know misheard lyrics you know like i, I uh, but I did, um, up until about last year, believe I one of my favorite songs uh, around this time of year was um, I uh, Christmas Shoes. Um, sure, and it's
1: I, a good one, yeah.
4: I, yeah, I thought because I don't really I like melodies, I don't really listen to the lyrics, I really just thought it was about buying a, a nice pair of shoes for Christmas, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, it's not.
2: It's no, 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 yeah. You got to dig a little deeper to that one. It's
4: yeah. Don't don't look into that one. So like
1: you like hey Jake at work, can you make a fun holiday playlist? Like we we want the party to be hopping. And you're like I I I know people love shoes. That's how I found out. Yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. People let Uh, you know that it's Jake. I I don't
2: know. I don't know if you were here during Greg Gethard's uh, listening to Greg Gethard at the beginning. Uh, but uh, he was actually a fan of the uh the song Christmas Clown Shoes. Yeah, Uh, that That that'll make a. That'll make a lot more sense if you heard his. You know what? I would
4: probably be into that one. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. big.
2: Mm-hmm. They're very, very right. big. I want to throw out a, a quick plug to a buddy of mine, my, my buddy Kahuna, aka Christian Cordes, C-O-R-D-E-S, Christian Cordes. Great guy. Uh, he is a a singer. He just released a Christmas album called In the Key of Christmas. You can get it wherever you get your music streaming anywhere. He actually has them on CD, but you get them anywhere. In the key of Christmas, there's a, there's a track on there called Tree Lights. If you just mm-hmm. look up Tree Lights by Christian Cordes, I just released it. I think it's going to be a stone-cold Christmas classic for many, many years to come. So if you're listening, check out. You can go on YouTube and listen to it or just go wherever you get streaming, Apple Music, whatever. Uh, the song Tree Lights by Christian Cortis, stone-cold Christmas Chip, classic. Chip, can, right can
1: I say another stone-cold Christmas classic that yes. I think it's going to take the christmas world by storm john solomon's 25 hour christmas spectacular show which is debuting christmas eve yeah wprb on the internet if you listen to that you might hear a podcast a group of three wise men and one of them will be debuting a new christmas classic song literally tears in my eyes when i'm not going to say we were there when it was recorded i'm not going to say we were or weren't no but just be on the lookout for one of the new greatest christmas songs yeah i'm very excited for that hey jake do
4: you have a christmas song oh you know um i you know i i don't have a christmas song that's a shame i don't have any cool i'm sorry but you guys kept mentioning stone stone cold christmas and it just reminded me (laughs) Of the time when Stone Cold Steve Austin gave Santa Claus a stunner on <laughs> WWE Raw. How did you feel uh, about that? How you did know, young
2: Jake Matera feel about that? <laughs>
4: I, I was on the naughty list when that happened, so I kind of I felt vindicated.
2: You thought maybe it jarred his brain and he'd forget who was on
1: what list. <laughs> yes. Picture, yeah. picture young Jake trying to clap with his big bandaged up dumb hand, and he's like, "Yeah, ow, oh. ow, ow, ow,
0: ow, ow. <laughs>
1: sucks no one's no one stuns santa oh man jake let's go back i love talking about a young jake Matera in that crazy house is, it, with you know just women in the house with uncurled hair dogs running That's amok right. injured young boys what was the best present i'll put this out to this couple people who are listening here best present you ever received think about this jeff jake Best present you ever receive. Right now, Ed Daly has chimed in. He got an ornament of Marty Moose that says, sorry, folks, parks closed when you press a button on it. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty be, awesome. That's, that's a great awesome. One. Yeah. So I want people in the chat, let us know if you have a good one. Chip, Jake, best Christmas. And I wanted to go back to like when you were little, where oh. Christmas was magic. Not this bullshit when we're adults and we no. know Christmas is just a facade. I want to go when, when you really felt something. I remember, like Jake. You have young kids now, and you see yeah. the magic, yeah, right? You the see magic, them like yeah, the, they the glint it, yeah.
4: in their eye, where they're just like, "Dad, give me some presents." It's yeah, yeah I mean, it, it means nothing to me anymore, it's, right? But to to him, it's it's pretty fantastic. The new baby's too young and dumb. You don't have, you have to love. get
1: him anything. The new guy, yeah, so that baby's
2: stupid. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't. You, know you know could anything. literally
1: just be like, older boy. Here's like the biggest pile of gifts you ever seen, baby brother, nothing what do you know no, Here, yeah here's a here's a binky. Here, what are you gonna do binky, yeah, yeah. Right? go
4: back to sleep uh um, chip
1: doop, doop. jake you first
4: yeah, I think um I was very uh like i I loved action figures, so uh I think one of the, it's funny it, this was a gift my mom got me from uh from my karate studio, the dojo. They were, so it wasn't new. They were throwing out their old mats. (laughs) And my mom, like, just asked them for them. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just threw them in the shed. And when it got warm out, (laughs) I would just lay them out in the backyard and wrestle by myself. Yeah. (laughs) uh, For hours. Like, I had the best time.
1: Just kicking your ass, own ass? Just
4: kicking my own ass. I was Dragon oh. Master, and I lost, like, every match.
1: Were you, like, leaping from things onto the mats? Oh, yeah. You... So I, yeah. So,
4: I, there was two mats, and at the at the four turnbuckles were just uh, lawn chairs that we had. Just yeah, oh, hell yeah. Plastic white lawn chairs. Yep. Yep, every corner. And I would jump off and elbow drop things. Oh. Eventually, I found a wrestling partner. That's um, good. In the trash. It was uh, not a person. It was Oscar. a- <laughs> yeah oscar uh there was somebody the block over from us was throwing out a cushion from like remember like when seats used to all be bench seats in cars yeah, yeah. so somebody was throwing away a, a big cushion from a bench seat yeah, I love so i took things. that home and i like i cut the like a leg space out of it yeah, and okay. then I put on a Miami Dolphin sweatshirt <laughs> and I like ripped it so that it would fit over it. You know what I mean? Yes. And so now I had two arms to pull it around and two legs. Young, young Jake making friends. And that wow. thing, that thing beat the shit out of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Beat
4: the stuffing out of me. I'm
1: sorry. People are like, Hey Jake, what are you doing today? I'm just hanging out with the two mats, my two friend, Matt. Oh, <laughs> two mats. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt, 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 Matt and Matt. Yeah. We're Matt, just going to do some wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love, you know what the thing is? When kids are young and they can just have, like, I have a nephew who has such a good time, and his parents are like, he loves just being outside and he just creates his own fun. Mm -hmm. Like, his brother doesn't want to like go out and do like sports as much. And they're like, he's out there playing basketball with himself. Five minutes later, he's playing wiffle ball with himself and he's just like having a great time. Like, he comes in, he's all happy. And like, Kids who do that, like, a lot of people don't have kids in their neighborhood. They don't have, you know, yeah, just people to hang out with. I was definitely that way.
2: Like, there wasn't a lot of kids my age in my neighborhood. So, like, I I used to throw the football to myself and, like, be the receiver and, like, run with it. Oh, that was, like, the greatest. Yeah, because there were no other kids to play with. Yep. Here are a couple
1: of uh, Jonathan Williams, his uh, dopest gift you ever got was a Nintendo GameCube. And this is important mostly because it was 100% not expected or hinted at or anything. Oh, Imagine a getting
2: surprise factor. like,
1: boom, That's you're cool. like, I'm probably just going to get like, you know, some socks, maybe like the evil Can Evil on a bike. And yeah. but then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. GameCube. Yeah. That's huge. Uh, my friend, Brian, here's Nana gave him a back scratcher from south of the border. Ooh. I Is mean, South of the border, the fireworks uh, store. I'm taking it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think closed, I believe recently. Oh, what I, a think, shame. I
2: think COVID might've done, done a, done a number on them. I believe I, I could be wrong. about.
1: Chip, that. what's, what's a young chip chantry. What did, did you, uh, did you well, take so apart any old uh, car parts and speak, play with them or?
2: speaking of wrestling? One of my favorite, I have two favorite gifts. Uh, one of them was the WWF ring. Yeah. for the wrestlers because i had a bunch yeah. I, that was like the one big toy that I had i had like 40 of the you know the six inch rubber wrestlers yeah. hulk hogan and uh, you know uh, andre the giant king kong bunny all that and then i got the ring and that was a big deal and but then i think my favorite gift ever my dad was so excited because he had a friend who worked for kyw tv in philly braggers and he, i know and he would always show up on Christmas Eve. We always had this big Christmas Eve party. And my dad was like, Wait, do we hear what Jimmy has for you this year? He's got, and like, he didn't have to get me a present, but he's like, Jimmy O'Reilly's coming with a present for you guys, for me and my brother both. He's like, and he was just building it up like crazy and building it up, building it up, which, and it still uh, lived up to it. He showed up. He worked at KYW TV. He got us an Eagles football signed by Mr. Randall Cunningham. And Holy that was, crap. Like, uh, yeah, because Randall Cunningham had a show Whoa. on Gateway Randall Cunningham signed football.
1: So that was that. Uh, no, just Chip drops back and he sees that Chip is open and, and he throws it to Chip. And yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. your bro and your brother's inside just looking at star
4: maps. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like where the stars live or. The- yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, stars. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like Barbara oh, go. And Asner lives in the valley. Yeah. 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 Really oh. next to. Yeah. Next yeah.
2: to. Yeah. Wow. Dabney Coleman's as well. Dabney Coleman.
1: Yeah. Um, let me see. We got John Huey checking in. First rock album was a present from his brother. Who's next? That's a great. That's, that's a good one. That's a perfect
4: record right there. That's cool.
2: I, I actually, if I can jump in one more time, I remember I was in ninth grade and I got my first CD ever on Christmas Eve. I got John Mellencamp's "Whenever We Wanted," which I still—it's <laughs> literally Man. still on here somewhere. I still own it. It's right. Oh, it's actually right here. Look. I you know, it's an amazing thing about John Cougar. the first CD I ever received. Wow, that's awesome. And I got it, and I was really angry when I got it. I got it from my Uncle Fred, who really wasn't my uncle, but we called him Uncle Fred. And I was very nice about it. I was like, oh, thank you so much. But I was so angry because I didn't have a CD player yet. I was oh. not cool enough to have a CD player. So I got a CD player for nothing. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to give this to a friend. because oh. you know." What I mean? And then the next morning, guess what, Jeff? Do you want to take you a guess? You
4: got your
1: parents. Got
2: a that CD is player. such a sweet move. Do you move? think your yeah.
4: parents were like, Oh, fuck. We right. got to go when, out. Oh, they you gave know, it like, away. You're yeah, going to ruin this.
2: Yeah, no, but th- I, was, I was too dumb. And
4: uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the gifted program.
2: Yeah. I, was as uh, dumb as, I was as dumb as your infant son, Jake.
1: <laughs> One thing about Johnny Cougar or John Mellencamp or John Cougar Mellencamp, he has more hit songs than you remember. There's a lot of them. There's, There's a lot, lot of if them. If you go, you give a little wiki to John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. You know, they, they put their first... You know, you don't really put anybody in, Jake. Let's say you put in, like, uh, Mr. Mr., the band, and they have, like, yeah. 10 songs listed, and you, you recognize two of them, and you're just like, John Cougar, you go down 10, you're like, yep, 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 yep. Then you scroll, there's 10 more, and you're like, oh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. Prolific. Small towns. So many houses. small towns.
4: Think houses Parts. in small towns? Do you know what I did?
1: I was on a Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and um, I hacked into John Cougar's, and where it says where he was born, I just changed yeah. it to small town.
2: Oh, uh,
1: yes. Yeah.
2: That makes sense.
1: I think that he wanted sense. it that
2: way. He said that
4: yeah. in the in the song. Yeah. Yeah. Unless that was a misheard lyric. I did once tweet. I
1: honestly said, did, does anyone know where John Cougar grew up? Was it like a big city? <laughs> um, One, you guys are talking about action figures. And I'm a little bit older than you guys. 64 years, Sean. Yeah. And Se- 70, 78 tomorrow. <laughs> and my brother and I were so pumped. We got uh planet of the apes treehouse which was amazing oh, wow. it came with a 45 that you played the 45 yeah and it played a story so then you could act out and i'm like this oh, is great. great and we each got an action figure dj got dr zayas like mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm probably gonna get like charlton heston and this is not to be sexist as young boy but i got the female okay the female gorilla or yeah. ape, whatever it was what were
2: your thoughts on that
1: I, I was just like, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun, but yeah. like, you know, she was like the, the, the cerebral part of the show. She didn't sure. like, she wasn't jumping on horses and trying to like, I was very, it, Chip, remember I told a story about when DJ and I got Halloween presents and DJ got Vinny Barbarino.
2: Yes. And who okay. did I get? You got Horseshack horse or G- 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 Gabe Kaplan. Gabe yeah. Kaplan. So you so, don't get – yeah, and then here yeah, you so are. You're I, all excited. Jake, for what I'm you saying is like my parents
1: ape. put a lot of thought into my older brother. He got the cool gift, and I got the less fun gift.
2: You got the lady but ape. But, Jeff, yeah.
4: W- yeah. wouldn't you say that that was a Dame Dirty Ape?
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Matera will be at Souljo's Comedy Souljo's, Club. December
1: 27th, <laughs> <the> Chip <laughs> Chantry. Tickets available right now. It is going to be one of the best shows. You Dame
2: Dirty, Dirty ape. Ape. I love oh. it. I love it. Jeff, by the way, Jeff, what's your favorite – what was your favorite gift besides – Oh, play? I, I
1: – yeah, we talked about this a long time ago. Like, when I was young, Chip was young, like, dirt bikes were still very cool. Like, just getting, sure. like, a BMX bike. Oh, God, yeah, those are two – yeah, I remember getting Right, two, like, everybody, like, all yours. my friends just, like, I want a mongoose. I want mm-hmm. whatever the other one is. and um, Axle pegs. For, for some reason – there was a commercial on and it was the huffy santa fe that's the way and it just showed like these young men probably in like their late teens 20s just driving on a 10 speed bike a beige 10 speed bike with the pattern of santa fe new mexico little cactus and mountains a leather seat and leather handles I don't think many kids were clamoring for the Huffy Santa Fe, and I yeah. fell in love with this freaking thing. Yeah, And I just kept hinting, much like Ralphie in A Christmas Story, hinting sure. about getting the Red Rider pump-action BB gun, leaving hints. And I'm like, I'm never going to get this bike. To me, because it had leather hand grips and a seat, I'm like, this thing probably costs, I don't know two thousand dollars
2: i'm looking at it right now jeff it is a fine piece of machinery
1: right and like i had no idea i just figured jake this was the most expensive bike on the market Yeah. yeah should i ask for like a bmx bike so i can go do bmx tricks with all my other friends or do i hint that i want a 10 speed bike already out of fashion but for some reason i was focused that christmas morning when i they couldn't wrap it obviously i came downstairs there was a huffy santa fe literally tears in my eyes just wow i'm like mom one. and dad you
4: you crazy son of a bitches you did it i love yep. you this is the best you know what that's awesome that's i had a moment like that a couple of weeks ago with my son uh we gave him a gift early so we the elf in the shelf came to visit us for the season you know sure and on his first visit he brought a gift wow uh, that's nice of him james which yeah. was really sweet and he gave him a dvd of harry and the hendersons <laughs> <clears throat> and i have a video on my phone where he opens it and st- almost starts to cry on the steps awesome he's so excited yeah and i looked at my is wife, he aware like, of harry and the hendersons oh he loves harry and the <laughs> <It's> <laughs> great. i showed it to him like on a whim like you know yeah. yeah like i'm not crazy about him but i'm always just trying to show him something you sure. know and, uh, and how old, how old is he now he's four four okay quite oh, so like, a great age love, like so like there's like a scary part in the beginning when he's going through the house and ripping mm-hmm. things up and he's in the kitchen and he's drinking milk and my kid was clenching me and i was just like oh he's he's just telling him he's out of milk so now like he thinks that scene is him just te- instead of being scary it's just him telling him he's out of milk yeah but he almost cried like i mean he whimpers he looks like he's like oh great and then he looks at the sky and hugs the dvd oh. and i'm like I looked at my wife, I'm like, we, we're not going to top this. <laughs> Elf on the Shelf just beat Christmas.
1: Yeah, there's so. nothing nothing else that's going to... All
4: right, we got a couple of people chiming in.
1: Ed Daly, one year, Santa brought me a Raiders of the Lost Ark action figures, but Indiana Jones himself must have been in short supply. So Santa brought only me uh, marrying one of the few Nazis. <laughs>
2: Marrying a few Nazis, yeah, that would that does send a mixed message right there. Yeah, d-
1: like mom, dad, are you not like, are, are you, you on the wrong side of history here? Yeah, you, how do we, how do we? Oh feel no, there about was this? we had Indiana Jones. We could have got him, but son, we were raised different.
2: We went with the good guys. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Oh here, oh this is a, this is a shame. Oh, this is a sad story. Joe Moore, friend yeah. of the show, Joe Moore. I got a bike for Christmas one year, but it was a ten speed huffy, and we were in a <laughs> mongoose neighborhood. Was so let down. It was a nerd (laughs) bike. Can't agree more, Joe.
0: Can't
2: agree more.
1: I uh, I spent most of that year uh, just like forty yards behind everybody else. Hey guys, wait up! Yeah, and they're just doing tricks, and they just go out in the woods, in the woods, and I'm like, guys, I can't follow you because the my tires are like this, and yours are a little (laughs) nubbier, and I'll wait and maybe
2: I just picture the next Christmas. Like mm-hmm. even more kids in your neighborhood got like better BMX bikes yeah. and then you decided to upgrade to a penny farthing. Just like the one <laughs> with like the giant front wheel. Yeah. And you're like, well, fellows, and you have a you have a, yep. a mustache, you know, and yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm um, um um do you know where the where the uh term penny farthing comes from? Why they call it a penny farthing? I don't. Because uh one wheel is small like a penny and the other wheel is large like a farthing. There are two British forms of currency and the farthing was much bigger than the the penny
2: there wow there you there you go
1: Um, you know it's a great video the they had a penny farthing like race and they had all these nerds and it was like in new england and they're all you know the mustaches and the suspenders and they just show this guy like racing down he makes this turn and he eats it so bad
2: i'm definitely setting a google alert for penny farthing accident
1: (laughs) what's better chip based on tonight's story Clown car accident. Oh, oh cl- clown car accident. But by far, non- Jake,
2: you
0: were, fa- not, non- you were not here for fatal, that yet. Non-fatal.
1: Oh. Here's the thing, Jake. Greg Gethard, always looking to do some sort of weird form of comedy. He tried to bring the show down by talking about childhood clown deaths. And Chip and I are trying to be oh, on the positive man. tip, talking yeah. about a beloved Hollywood movie. It was a.
2: It was a real story, too, about yeah, a clown a real that story. died in a car accident. Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: so jake are you have you shown well you're, he's, you're your guy's only four so has he seen yeah. a christmas
4: story he hasn't seen a christmas story has he seen any has he young. seen any dead clowns <laughs> dead clowns i mean we have a <laughs> we have a projector on his wall at night that just okay it, it helps him go to sleep okay good yeah <laughs> yeah
1: uh jake are you a fan yourself of a christmas story the movie
4: Christmas Story, yes, and also Dead Clouds. Uh, <laughs> they go hand in hand when you yeah, when you listen yeah, to our yeah.
1: stupid podcast.
4: It was no, I I mean I remember seeing the movie like really young, and like thinking how mean the dad was. Yeah, and then as like, I got older, I'm like I just I get it. The you, guy okay. isn't that bad.
2: You were not uh, I I what what did I just say 45 minutes ago, Jeff? Verbatim, which I literally just yeah. the exact same thing. Oh, wow, you are right on the money exactly the same. I was so afraid of the dad and now I watch him. I'm like,
1: Oh, he's the good guy in
4: this. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. We like to just
1: throw out little interesting parts about the movie. Any movie we talk about Jake on our show, we like to give fun facts. Um, I'm just going to throw a few fun facts out here. If you guys like to riff on them, the scene where Ralphie is shooting bandits. I thought the dream sequences were great showing Ralphie The sped it up dream sequences. When mm-hmm. he's shooting the, the, uh, the bandits, and I love he pictured himself not in a normal cowboy outfit, but like a sequenced, very Rococo, yes. like, Holly, like a Las Vegas review type. Yes. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, they show him like chewing tobacco. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. actually chewing tobacco. Back then, child labor laws were just like, whatever, you have a kid on set? Yeah, just make sure he doesn't die. Oh, it's for um, a movie. Okay. Uh, according, for,
2: do you, do you, yeah. wait. So that's honestly true. He actually. Honestly che-
1: true. Peter Billingsley. Here's a couple things, which are fascinating. Peter Billingsley, fascinating dude.
2: Do you, do you Before we get to Peter Billingsley, because I, I want to hear about him. But have you guys ever chewed tobacco before?
1: Yeah, I've a yeah. Whole The story.
2: I I, we, I I have some drinking stories. You know, we've all had stories where we drink too much. And we, yeah. I think the sickest I've ever been was I was a freshman in college and I tried. Chewing tobacco, like I, you know, oh, you know, put put it, you know, whatever, and, even, and accidentally swallowed a little bit. Oh, it was the worst. It was yeah. the worst sick I've, I've more than any time I've been drinking be like too drunk or hungover or anything like that. The worst, the worst feeling in my life.
1: Chip, senior year, a uh, couple of my roommates are on the baseball team. Everyone in the baseball team chewed tobacco. I had just a Tupperware thing that. Um, I used to take iced tea mix. You go to Acme for like two dollars. You get things of iced tea, like twenty sure. of them. I put them in the bottom of the Tupperware container. I'd fill it with water, shake it up, and I would drink it. Right? That was my sustenance. That's what I had every day. So I left it on the coffee table of our apartment, and usually I would leave like about this much in, and then I would go put more iced tea and fill it up. Like I just never really kept track of it. So one night I come back from the gym. With my, the gym with my friend, Jim and all the guys, like my baseball roommates are hanging out and they're just chilling out, hanging out. And I'm like, Oh, there's my, my Tupper, my iced tea. And I'm like, Oh, I have some left in there. So I go, I fill it with water, put more iced tea in it. And like I said, I came from a gym. I was like thirsty as hell. I just chug it. And I'm like, man, this iced tea does not, it's too like minty or spearminty, or just, I don't know. It's a bad batch or something. So I go to the library with my buddy, Jim Cutie, and he literally 10 minutes and he goes, dude, you are green. He goes, you look, what the hell? I'm like, I feel so, and we walked right out and just started throwing up, threw up pretty much the whole way back to my apartment. Turns out one of the baseball guys was chewing tobacco, saw that on a table, and he just thought it was like, and he just used it as a spit cup. So he was spent the night watching TV, spitting into this thing that I took, filled it with water and ice. Tea, took mixed it took eight
4: hours worth of spit. Yes. Chugged and it.
1: And I chugged it. And I almost it. died. And literally, for 12 straight hours, I just threw up. And it was, like you said, Chip, oh. it is horrible. I had the spins, I remember. Yes. I don't know what it does it, to yeah, you, but this. it just
2: it's awful it was the most i was like how can anybody do that it's it was it was
1: terrifying
4: i mean Jake, tell
1: us about your favorite time drinking tobacco or eating good, tobacco
4: <laughs> good news for you jeff is like yeah, i think you're immune to everything oh, yeah. yeah yeah uh that's all it took covid um, be damned <laughs> yeah uh you know i'd i'd never drank tobacco i like i knew better for you sorry good for you, so sorry, yeah, good for you. Uh, thanks thanks
2: buddy yeah good for you
4: yeah, i think i knew because growing up, my dad chewed tobacco, like, all the time. So, like, I never, like, went into his stuff. But, like, I always thought it was disgusting. But so I always saw the liquid, and they were always, like, don't drink. it. Whatever you do, don't touch it, don't touch it. So I knew better. Um, I didn't. Like, also, like, the amount you put in your mouth, I didn't know, like, you know, <laughs> like, just limit that. Because, like, and, like, see how you feel. Because, yeah, just getting dizzy, getting the spins, oh. after just putting a couple of pouches in and just, like, mm-hmm that you have like a flu-like sickness feeling yes. for like, you know, until like, luckily I didn't throw up, but like came pretty close to it. Uh, and just like, yeah, I we'll would just ride that out in waves. Yeah. Hey,
1: uh, another thing, Ralph, when Ralphie utters the word, the big one, the queen of all mother dirty words, the F dash 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 words, when they were filming it, the director told Peter Billings, like, go for it. So B- Peter Billings is like, oh yeah. I said the F word like a hundred times filming. that scene. <laughs> like you, they weren't like, you know, sort of like chew tobacco, drop the F bomb. We want like verisimilitude. We want this as real as possible. I love it back then. Films That's were incredible. different guys. The autobiographical short stories. This film was based on by, you know, Gene Shepard originally published in what magazine in 1964 to 66. Can
4: I guess? Yes. Playboy.
1: Yes. Playboy.
4: Yeah! Wow. Amazing? that's incredible
1: back then there weren't a lot of like magazines that had like serialized you know like short stories there were but for what he was doing playboy literally the joke was i only read playboy for the articles back in the you know from the 50s 60s 70s it literally had an editorial department where Mm -hmm. they had fiction nonfiction stories that were like legit writers wow But I just found this out today that
2: Gene Shepard, the guy who wrote those and then had had part of of the script, he made a cameo in the movie.
1: Yes, he was. He was
2: was the he was a man with a beard who when they tried to line up to see Santa and the guys like, what are you guys doing? He's like, the line starts here. It ends back there. And he doesn't. That's Gene Shepard, the guy. And he also narrated. He narrated it and he was the narrator and was that guy in line. I I never knew he was that guy in
1: line. Yeah. Do you want to hear something i I thought was controversial, but it's yes. only me uh before Peter Billingsley was in this movie nineteen eighty three he was the first one auditioned by the way, and then there were like literally a thousand people after him. They liked him, but they're like, let's see some other people let's see Do thousand. you know what series of commercials Peter Billingsley was in before they were super popular, and I remember these, and I loved them, and these are really well done commercials that if you look at them now they're like succinct right to the point, very good was it was it was it chocolate milk yes, was oh, it was it quick wow.
0: messy Hershey marvin oh yes, it
1: was messy Marvin and, marvin and the far- thing was he was this complete mess of a child, everything about him was messy, he was like schlep rock, things would fall apart, but when it came to him making his favorite chocolate milk with Hershey syrup, he was not messy at all, and that was the That's only far- part of his yeah. life that this young, dumb. Mm-hmm. stupid messy kid could do right was yeah. making chocolate milk in the movie what chocolate milk product is is highlighted
2: uh, that would be uh always drink your be sure to drink you're sure to drink your ovaltine
1: so this kid goes from shilling hershey syrup now he's shilling ovaltine
4: that's big know? it's big right yeah that's like when the verizon guy switched to sprint
1: it
2: really is yeah that is and
1: and some people like it doesn't matter to me and meanwhile i'm like is -hmm." there no loyalty yeah i heard there were death threats
4: (laughs) the only reason i noticed was i made them (laughs) were they death threats or warnings you'll poke your eye off yeah i don't
2: know if you guys know this Uh, i mean you guys know uh friend of the show listener joe moore Yeah, i know that Uh, kid do you know when he was he was a young kid about peter billings the age uh, he was a spokesman for Jack Daniels. <laughs> they, used to, they did a series of commercials where he was like always messing up, but then at the end of the night, he would have a nice glass of Jack Daniels. He was like six. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> child actor, Joe Moore. He really, he
1: really has. has. Here's, uh, do you want more fascinating facts about Peter Billingsley or is it just me? I would love it. All right. This is amazing. Um, I think most people know this, but you know, he was an amazing child star. He was doing things from a time he was two up and But in 1990 he was in a cbs school break special called the fourth man and it was about him and some other high school kids who get addicted to steroids and he ends up fighting a person who became one of his best friends and is still his best friend american actor director extraordinaire vince Vaughn. no way so they became friends then and they stayed friends um and he became friends with John Favreau, Which... they collaborated. He became Peter Billingsley was the first executive producer of the Favreau helmed Iron Man movie, 2008, the first installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. Peter Billingsley got in early, guys. Wow. And he ends up in a lot of uh, he's been in the movies. He's been in the movie Elf. Yeah. He was, yep. you know, one of the, the Elf of the guys. Elves. And uh, so he's had a very interesting career. Yeah,
2: well, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah, as am I.
1: Good guy. We were talking about uh last minute gift ideas. Do you have any good uh any last minute gift ideas? Let's say you're in a crunch. you're running late. You're going to uh your wife says Jake, we have to go to the uh the Hendersons tomorrow oh. night. Can you go pick up something oh, for God. Harry and his wife? Like, what would you? Yeah. What would be a good last minute gift idea? Think about that.
4: Well, I, I mean, I don't want to get technical here, but Harry wasn't uh, – Harry was the, the, the Bigfoot. He was – I mean, unless something happened to uh, – <laughs> I didn't know that. Jonathan Lithgow's character. I know, I'm going to be honest.
1: I've never That's... read the books. I've never read the books. <laughs> so I have no idea what went on. with. <laughs> I know. I just know your son's a big fan. Yeah, he doesn't know what's
2: canon of uh, Harry and
4: Anderson. Is there a price limit?
1: let's say i'd say 30 bucks 30 bucks and meanwhile wouldn't it be cool if if that was the next franchise the next intellectual property that was rebooted it's like guys i know we got the dc universe i know we got the marvel <laughs> universe i know we have a lot of things happening right now but i have two or three words for you harry and the- four words for you Harry and uh... (laughs) the...
4: They spoil it in the pitch reading. Harry and the... (laughs) Four words.
1: Four words. I got... He's still doing the tenfold hands. Harry and uh, the... And everybody goes, uh, Henderson's, holy shit. (laughs) And they're all just like, we're listening. And they're like, what if there were other Harry's? Mm -hmm. (laughs) People are like, and like, this is
2: going to be huge. This is the next billion-dollar franchise. Well,
4: honestly, if so, I know it may have been a while since you guys have seen the movie. I've seen it a thousand times <laughs> uh, since smoking since, uh, like a true parent after Thanksgiving. Uh, at the end of the movie, not to spoil it for anybody, when Harry uh, decides to go back to the forest, several Bigfoots just appear. Oh, okay, several. So it opened the door for a whole series yeah. of these things. And
2: Man. just, I would love just crossover movies, like, you know, by like the fifth Harry and the Hendersons movie in like, you know, 2032 or whatever. It's just like, you just see crossovers, like Johnny five shows up the robot from short yeah, circuit. Just <laughs> whoever, or whatever
1: Alf. bullshit character. Yeah. From
2: like, Roger, Roger rabbit comes in and does this thing. Like, you how know, you, cool. what, what can't they do
1: is what like, I'm saying.
4: How cool would it have been to see Harry when Ernest went to camp? Yes. <laughs> yes
1: right they basically the producers are like all right guys here's what we're doing we're gonna buy up every expired intellectual property from the 80s 90s what's out there and they're like we got friggin' alf we got Ernest. he's dead but we can fleece his uh his his wife and for uh the rights to that and then just the guys
2: all, just guys on the phone he just hangs up and he's like we got rain man
1: yeah just like, like weird and they, they mean they there's no tie in and, they, and he goes to the writer's <laughs> oh, yeah, you're almost done with that scene? Yeah, Rain Man's in it now. Yeah, yeah. Hodor. Hodor's not doing anything. Just, you know, just yeah. random. I love that. They're like, this isn't the most cohesive universe like Marvel. There's a couple weird things, but it's going to be good. It all
4: centers around Harry.
2: All right, this, this time we got, uh, we, we got Max Hedrum and Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's.
4: <laughs> the throwback to my gift, though. Yes, please. Yes. Hands down, Magic 8-Ball just there always that's your go-to yeah, yeah it's yeah. my go-to i mean i can you know. i just
2: picture your home jake and just like there's just a, a closet full of pre-wrapped yep. magic eight balls just in case i
4: made a couple of bad investments and now yeah. i'm trying to get rid of these yeah. like a cartoon closet door
1: opening when with the bowling <laughs> balls come out and t- yeah. it's, just, eight it's balls. just magic eight balls yeah, yeah yeah honey remember when i thought the eight balls were gonna come back she's like yeah remember when I bought the 10,000 of them? Well, yeah, yeah we got we to gotta put them somewhere.
2: Or like Jake gets into some really like hardcore partying guys like in the comedy scene or whatever. And, and he's like, uh, they're like, yeah, we're partying all weekend. And Jake's like, yeah, I'll bring an eight ball. And they're like, great. Yes. And then he forgets to say that it's a magic eight ball. And they're just really disappointed. <laughs> they
4: get really PO'd.
2: Yes they, yes, they do.
4: She asks me all the time if I'm going to get rid of them. And I just tell her to ask again later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Outlook, not good.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we're losing money we're losing we money we do not the mortgage <laughs> right we, we need you to just sell them focus could you imagine the pursuit of happiness the movie where it's just instead of medical devices he's just going around selling magic Magic
1: balls <laughs> this has been so much fun this, chip this has been great we're at like we're at an hour yeah, we're almost at two hour. hours
2: yeah we should uh, but this is
1: a holiday special we have I to yeah, jake what do you have coming up i know you have a big show with uh, let's see this comedian's name Chip Chantry, you and Chip Chantry together, Soul Joe's, Norristown, December 27th. Is that correct? Then Two days after Korea. Christmas. Soul Joe's is a great place to see comedy, wouldn't you say? Yes. True or false? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah this is the, He used to be outdoors.
2: Now he's indoors uh, for a little while. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to be to check out the new place. Yeah.
1: And then, um, let's see what else we got. Chip, any other dates, Jake, any other dates before that you want to, uh, I am after? going
2: to be at, uh, if you're a Lehigh Valiant, I'm going to be at steel stacks in Bethlehem two days after that on December 29th with the one and only Doogie Horner. Oh, I love Doogie. Nice. J- Jacob, how about you?
4: Um, the only thing, uh, I have coming up after that right now is, uh, going to, I'm going to be in San Francisco, uh, Yes, um, yes, the, fir- the first weekend of January, the 7th and the 8th. Okay,
1: um, is that your one man show, Harry Sons Henderson? It's, it's just a, you in a Bigfoot outfit, Christmas
4: injury. <laughs> Are you yeah. gonna be at the punchline? Or, uh, I'll be, uh, I'm, I'm doing stuff for San Francisco Sketch Fest. Oh, awesome. great, I, I don't know the venues. That's yeah, that's, good night, everybody. Yeah. Merry good Christmas from it. Junk Miles,
1: <laughs> Chip, Jeff the awesome jake matera the
2: great jake but jake thank you so much for sticking thank around you, with jake us for tonight i hope thanks. you hope you yeah. enjoyed yourself and i hope you have a merry christmas
4: I'm yeah fine. buddy thank you guys you as well
1: yeah all right we'll see y'all thanks to greg right. gethard too yes have a merry clown full christmas
4: bye everybody